This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Started Pride of West London podcast, and as you can tell, it is absolutely going off here in New Griffin Park, the stadium, Brentford Stadium. It's all kicking off here now. Man United came down, teams like Brentford, all that kind of stuff. They did had no idea. They had no idea what was going on this season. We've been preparing for this for years, preparing for this one for years. They came down and by half time, 4 0 down, smashed them out of the park. And as you can hear, everyone is now celebrating. There's so much more, so much more. It's so much more. I'm telling you, it's so much more. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, bees are on fire. Your defense is terrified. On fire. This is terrified. Oh my Christ almighty. It's all kicking off in the stadium now. Ooh. Oh my God. What is going on? It's all kicking off. Oh, the players are coming around. Man United, they've got to, yeah, they've had to put up with this. It's like losing to Shrewsbury in the FA Cup final. But for Man United, they're confused. They're standing on the halfway line thinking, what is going on? They're not. They've gone in the tunnel. Absolutely confused. Confused. Oh, but listen, forget about me. I've got to get characters involved. The Dutchman. What the hell went on? What was going on today? I don't understand. I haven't got a bloody clue what just happened. It was pretty amazing, mate. 4-0. Disappointed we didn't beat Man U by more than 4-0. What a day, they had no idea what hit them. You know, go on about them being as poor as you like. We had to take a part in the first half, control the second. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, I'm dancing, I'm jumping around. I've got no idea what's going on here. These fans here are laughing, they're singing, they're rolling around. They've got... They're all going rabid here, aren't they? This is bonkers, Billy. You dream about days like this. Now you see it, your pelt still can't believe it. Four. And we should have had more. Unbelievable, Billy. What I love, 
is they brought back the celebration. This saying was quite banned because they probably thought it was not too, it's not enough 21st century in this song. But we don't care because this song means everything to anyone who went to Griffin Park. Anytime Brentford won, this song was sung. And basically, cool in the game, celebration means that we have won. And we have beaten Man United 4 0 today. So any time for this song to be sung, it's going to be today, isn't it? Absolutely, you have to remember history. I mean, I remember this being played when we beat Crew Alexandra. So, you know, let's, let's resolve that. That was a wonderful, wonderful performance from Brentford today. You know, I mean, Manchester United, they're in that deep doo-doo. They're, they really need to sort themselves out. But what it shows is if you have a, a, if you have a manager stroke head coach who believes in the team, you have teamwork, you have, you have scope for individuals, but everybody plays for the team you'll get the result that you want. Brentford were brilliant today. Roll on next week and Fulham. Can't wait for it. You bees. What? what? <laughs> Listen, I don't even know how to describe this. This is absolutely bonkers. Brentford, in the first half in particular, were brilliant. And in the second half, they were like, whatever. Come on then, Man United. And they came at us and they did nothing, didn't they? It was a game of the Spanish goalkeepers and the Danish midfielders. Jensen was magnificent first half, absolutely brilliant. Made Ericsson look like nothing. Uh, Norgaard was superb throughout the game as well. Really, really brilliant. Our midfielders, brilliant. The Haya, we just scared him into, uh, into making mistakes. Their defence was all over the place. Their midfield wasn't very good. They looked decent up front, you know, they looked very dangerous, but nothing compared to what we were doing. We were just hammered them. So, yeah, bees all the way. Bees all the way, listen, listen. I'm just going to talk to you two in a minute, but Singby, he said that they were at Man United were amateurs. Would you agree with that? They weren't amateurs, but we outplayed them today. We outplayed some of the most, you know, gifted players. When you outplay gifted players, you know your club is good. And that's what we did. We outplayed them. We outplayed gifted players. I'm going to ask you a question. We outplayed them. Do you think Man United... Listen, the mighty Man United underestimated the mighty Mighty Bees. They certainly did, because they thought, losing to Brighton, they think they could come back and snap at us. We didn't allow that. That was their underestimation. But they got stung by the bees, didn't they? They got stung by the bees. They underestimated the bees. They thought they could have have us after Brighton. That was their misunderstanding. Sing me in the house. Sing me in the house. Thank you. That's right. 4-0. That's right. That's right. Listen, so... I've got no idea. Tell me, what, what 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 was going on? What was what the hell was going on there on that pitch? I've seen a lot of nonsense at this ground and in previous grounds, but I've not seen anything like that. I think Man U woke up in the morning and thought we're not particularly on form. What is the side we really don't want to play? And it's Brentford because they are just strong, they're fast, they're organised, all those things that Man U are. And it's absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I'm so pleased for everyone. It's terrific stuff. Absolutely. Listen, listen. We've been supporting this team for how long? 30, 40, 40 20, years. 60, 80, 100 years, whatever it may be. Listen, there's not got people dancing in front of me and everything like that. I've never seen this before, you know what I'm saying? Proper, I don't even know that dance, you know what I'm saying? Oh. But the question I'm going to say to you is that, listen, we're obviously, there's a lot of pride being built up over years about Brentford. Today... This, this has got to be this has got to be the pinnacle isn't it it's got to be the pinnacle am I allowed to swear it's it was fucking brilliant it was fucking brilliant loved every minute of it it was oh, I, 
we were just saying up there, sort of like, how long is it going to last? It's so, when do we go back to League Two? Is it all a dream? It was absolutely brilliant. Loved everything. I've, I've asked this question before. Man United, did they underestimate us or did we just smash them off the park? I think we, I think we smashed them off the park and I think they're absolutely really, really poor. Because I'm going to say this now. I'm going to listen to the radio tonight. I'm going to listen to the podcast. I'm going to listen to um, Monday Night Football. And, and, and I'm going to listen to Michael Richards and all. You know, listen, I like Michael. He's cool. And they're going to go, oh, Man United, they just weren't on form. And blah, and this, that. All this nonsense they're going to say. And it's like, listen, give us a little bit of credit. Give us a little bit of respect. We press them. We play better than them. We have better players than them. They got our best player that they're telling us saved our side. He ain't saved them today. Well, I wonder if they're all going to be talking about how Ericsson single-handedly saves them from relegation if they manage to stay up. Do you know what I mean? I am so, so pleased about that because we have shown that awful, lazy narrative that Christian Ericsson is a great player. I would have loved him to stay. But that awful, lazy narrative that he kept us up. And we've just shoved it back down everybody's throats that said that today and shown what a brilliant team with brilliant players we have, even without him. And the apprentice is better than the teacher, Jensen. What, what a guy! That ball, for what was it? The fourth goal was just outrageous. He should be locked away for that. But Bill, you know we're going to lock him away. Don't lock him away. Oh, we need him no. back for next week. Oh, but he's just amazing. But how many years have we watched this club? This is like you've sort of wake me up and. It's got to be a dream, hasn't it? Because it, it's just... It is a dream. We, we just, just absolutely played them off the park. Yes, they are disjointed. That's about. There's no... That's about. Yeah, but... We were disjointed last year. We still stayed up when we did the business. The difference is, Bill, we're a team. You know, somebody pointed out there was 100 million of talent on the side of the pitch. We probably... The whole team on the pitch was 100 million. They play as a team. They play for each other. You see... Uh, Tony sending Josh over there to go back to the fans to celebrate the end. And he pushed Josh the day going off because he wants it. He's put, it's a team. They're playing as a team. Fantastic. I'm you, out. You beast. You beast. You So tell me, listen, so tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. We're outside the stadium now. People are walking like in days. Like they're walking around like they don't know what has been going on. Where am I? I'm like in space, outer space, like outer Mongolia, wherever I am. Are you feeling... Heaven. Heaven so tell me about what happened. Just tell me. I was just saying to my dad, it was a combination of United defensively being so poor and us firing all cylinders. And when you get that combination, you end up with a 4-0 slaughtering like that. You ha- both have to happen. Because sometimes we have those chances in other games and we don't capitalise on it. I can't remember the last time Jensen was so calm in front of goal and finished it like that. But when both things happen, then you get this result. Which is true. But also the other thing is that, you know, OK, they might be defensively poor, but we need to put them in that position. I mean, our pressing game yeah, was yeah, on yeah. a next yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the next level today, wasn't I mean, it? the first two goals, a forced mistake from De Gea feeling pressure, essentially. Um, the silver, I mean, great. He, he took the chance. As long as you just have to take the chance, De Gea shouldn't be spilling it. Second goal, again, high press. So we capitalised when De Gea made a mistake. Um, and yeah, you're right. It just went on from there. Oh, and listen, I mean, look, look, look. And I've said this before. Right, listen, we're Brentford. We know what we're like. All these other characters are coming in and they flitting in and out of us. And they, some of them give us a bit of, bit of props. 
But most of them don't really want... I mean, I was listening to a podcast today where they were giving the rundowns of the low... The people going to get relegated and promoted and stuff yeah. like that. And they went, yeah, it's about the second season syndrome. That bit of nonsense that they can't actually quantify, mm-hmm. but they say it anyway. Second season syndrome, Brentford this, that and the other. They haven't bought this and our quality and we'll see the defence. Listen, that's all nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was reading something as well and it said uh, the bottom line is credit has to go where it's due. We can't keep treating teams like United like they're the best team in the league. Cause they're not. They're bang average. I know, I know. We're bang average, we need, to, we need to start getting the credit for that. Do you know what I mean? And we need to stop acting like idolising them. For the money that's in that squad, yes, they are playing horrendously. But the bottom line is we play better football than them and there's no such thing as, yes, yeah, second season. And, and their manager... Everyone's raving about him from Ajax. He's come that he's the second god, the genius who is going to save them from the second heaven and all that lot. That was nonsense. Yeah, I mean, they came out slightly better in the second half. Well, but listen, but listen, they were 4 0 down. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Every time he needs to be shouting at them in that change room, essentially. He needs to, I don't know what he needs to say to them, but whatever it was, it wasn't enough. They couldn't net a goal even in the second half, and they had their chances. So, yeah, I don't know where United, where the fans go from here, personally. It's all going up here, isn't it? Is that Luis Enrique, the Spanish uh, national team manager, needs to start looking at a better goalie? That's all I'll say. He's already looked at him. (laughs) He's already looked at him. Yeah, he's the hair's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Anyway, you bees. You red. All these days, all these days, all these years, all these places. You talked about Workington, you talked about Halifax, you talked about... And I know a lot of people are thinking, what are these places? But these are the places that we went to. When you went to these places, and they were terrible, we had some jokes there, didn't we? We had some proper jokes there. It was a a great laugh. Terrible football. Definitely. But the players, but they, you know... But my God, it's dreamland. And it's just turned, turned. So you appreciate these moments even more, right? Because you've been through the ringer, the proper ringer. You've been through the ringer. You've seen the absolute dross football that we've been playing for 20, 30, 40 years going to places that people have never even heard of. Somebody said to me, he goes, where is Port Vale? You know, where is Halifax? Where is Workington? Where is Scunthorpe? Doesn't matter. We went there and we had some laughs, proper laughs, and saw some terrible, terrible football. You know what I'm saying? No matter whatever level you play at, you enjoy watching your football, you enjoy going with your mates, and now this is the pinnacle. And probably that's the biggest result that I've ever, as a broken sport. Can it get better than this, do you think? Oh, yeah. Well, we, said this. we said this after Arsenal, didn't we? 6-0 Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, to be quite honest with you, and I'm not disrespecting Man City, yeah. but I think beating Man United is better than Man City because there's something about well, Man City yeah, which, is, yeah, yeah. which is just something yeah. that is a bit kind of, you know, Middle yeah. Eastern, not... This in the Middle East, and it's about, it's about the injection of yeah. money, probably in a way that just makes it seem like monopoly. Let's be honest. You know, let's be monopoly. It's like so much money, they could do what they want, let's Man City. Man United are, despite their dip, they are the biggest club in the world. And we just absolutely pulled their pants down. Yes. And do you think they now know who we are, though? I think so. And maybe Mr. Erickson might be wondering why. I think two, on 250 grand a week I think he probably he's, he's doing alright I wasn't going to say that <laughs> <laughs> come on you bees come on you bees bees fans in the house and I'm not being funny I'm st- I have to sit down I'm sitting down because I, I listen I, I, if I don't sit down I think I might fall down because this is this has been on another level hasn't it it's unbelievable unbelievable isn't it you still feel I'm dreaming I mean how many years have you been supporting the bees 
30, 40. Have you seen anything like this? No. I haven't seen a Man United team that bad, admittedly, but I've never seen this. I've never seen but was it. But was it they were bad or was it we were good? Or a combination? As a level, I'll say combination, but we were good today. I mean, they, they were bad, weren't they? They were poor. But, but they didn't know what to do. No, they didn't. They, did, they were just going side, 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 side. When we got it, we were going forward. Like we were. All, I mean, we, we we came at them, didn't we? We came oh. at them. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Just different class. I've never seen it, never seen it. First goal went in. It, it was a bit fortunate, maybe one may say, but sometimes you need a bit of luck with rubber the green, didn't you? Yeah, that's it, yeah. But then after that, just, I mean, I'm... I'm so still up there somewhere I can't even remember the other three <laughs> I still, I'm, I'm not the best man to talk to when I'm winning no, no, one but listen, it but... doesn't matter because you're saying exactly how you feel yeah. and everyone's saying exactly how they feel yeah. and you're never, listen 40 years and I never never thought I'd see a result like that yeah. Yeah. Something, I'm going to ask you come from that come from that that's right and I've got that one I've got that top as well the GMB Leyland Van Fans Trophy Final which was at Cardiff in 2000 against Port Vale and it was absolutely chucking it down with rain and we got we played them off the park I think but they spanked us and they beat us it's a nightmare it's a nightmare but But that to this is on another level isn't it yeah I thought Warburton had us at this level I thought we I I really liked what Warburton done a couple of years ago but this now shame he wasn't shame wasn't it wasn't for him for us it was for for him yeah but now this has just gone up another level hasn't it it's just Unbelievable. So, so what do you think the Man United manager is saying to his players in the dressing room now? I don't know what he can say after that. I, I, it doesn't matter how much, how, much, how much he shouts and hollers at them. They were just abysmal. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, we, we, we've all played football at, at, at our level. And if you shout and shout and shout... If you're still going to be shit, you're still going to be shit, aren't you? Excuse my language. That's fine. <laughs> say what you want. But, but I mean, they, I mean, I'll, I'll say I went to Leicester last week and all my, all my mates said that Man United were crap against Brighton. So I was expecting them to come out and give them a bollock in, go, go ballistic against us. But it never happened, did it? I mean, I don't know. He, what can he say? You're shit and maybe he won't be there at the end of the season, will he? Maybe he might say... UBs. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> so, we're outside the Globe pub here. It is absolutely teeming, packed with characters who are very, very happy, aren't they? Very. Billy, we just beat Man United 4 0. I couldn't be any happier. Oh, could I? Chelsea away? No, no. I got to, okay, I've got to ask you. Arsenal, 2-0 at home. Chelsea, 4-1 away. Or Man United, 4-0 at home. Which one was the best of them three? Wow. Uh, you know what? I, 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 you know what? Are you doing, you're doing the old procrastinate. No, I'm procrastinating. Just yeah. answer the question. <laughs> Chelsea away. But, but today... Me, come on. You and I have been supporting this club all our life. League two, Northampton away, and now we're in Premier League. And we just beaten Manchester United. We were 4 0 up at half time. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question because you've mentioned we were 4 0 up at half time. You, you mentioned that the Chelsea game was better. We were nil all at half time, if I remember right. Chelsea, and then we beat them, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, they, uh, and Rudiger scored. 
within the first minute or two. That's right. And then we went okay. on. So it's nil all at half time. However, we're four nil up at half time. Is your slight disappointment about today is because you thought maybe it was too easy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I'm just so ecstatic. You know what? We were four nil up at half time. Manchester United. Billy, no words. Just talk, talk me through the game. I mean, listen, we scored the goals. We saw some great... Not only that, we scored some great goals as well, didn't we? So, so I thought there were a couple of players that stood out for me today. Uh, one was Ben Mee. I thought Ben Mee brings some calmness and experience to the back. And, and the fact that he scored today as well is, is absolutely brilliant. I thought... I, and, and I'm going to just say, I'm not interjecting there as well, but I'm just saying because you brought about Ben Mee, I was listening to a podcast, I think it's the Guardian podcast as well, you go check it out, check out the Guardian podcast where there were, I think there were, um, uh, yeah, I think it was the Guardian podcast where they were, you know, they were trying to do, you know, they, they went out there and said where the teams are going to finish in the season and uh, I, feel, I think it was, it might be Troy Townsend though, it might saying, mm, I don't know why Brentford bought Ben Mee. I don't know why they bought him. I mean, you know, him coming down from Burnley to, Brent, to Brentford, he's so used to being in Burnley. So he's going to be, him and his family are going to be out of place and he's not going to know what to do. He's not going to be the same type of player. And I listen to these podcasts sometimes and I think, what nonsense are they coming up I, with? I would absolutely agree with you. He's, there's a calmness about him. There's a professionalism about him. There's an experience about him. And there are so many things that he brings to our team. And, and you know, I, I, having seen the little flick at Leicester last weekend, I'm so pleased for him because he is such... He's going to be a big player for us this season. And, and, and couldn't be happier for him. And, and, and formerly against Manchester United. Couldn't be happier. Listen, we got the Scottish, the Falkirk Bees, in the house. And this characters who don't know, listen, if you know, you know. But if you don't know, you don't know, you obviously. Know. But you should know. You should know. These characters, I met them in 1990. Ish. 1990, when we went up to Falkirk. Played for the Guru. Because Brentford players played for Falkirk. And we went up to go and watch Brentford players playing for Falkirk, who didn't actually play for Falkirk because <laughs> they were playing somewhere else. Ridiculous. But we got friends with you guys. And Falkirk loved Brentford and they started selling Brentford shirts down the high street. And all the Brentford directors started supporting Falkirk and they just, everyone loved Brentford. And it was very strange because we were a poorly third division side at the time. And Falkirk were a poorly first division Scottish side at the time. And I yeah. think we found a bit of common ground. Yeah, common ground. Yeah. Common ground. Yeah, it could not be any more. But this yeah. is, uh, yeah. <laughs> and this is, uh, what, 2030, 2010, 2030 years later, or whatever it is, 30 years later, and you are now still coming to Brentford. Season tickets, going to games, you must do at least 15 games or 20 games a season or something ridiculous like that. Loyalty factor bonus points are higher. But... You've seen some really shit Brentford games, but this must have been <laughs> fucking top of the par for you. Just last sorry, year, sorry for swearing. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, last year the Arsenal game were at the Liverpool game, and I thought maybe that's a peak day. And then you know the nonsense about second season syndrome, and then a few and it's weeks, nonsense. It's nonsense. Uh, it's nonsense. We kind of maybe proved that day, and and we got tickets a few weeks ago for the day, and you think, oh, surely Man United, wounded animal, some guy playing in midfield, boom, but. Jesus, I mean that was just insane the day, absolutely insane. I just, I can't get my head around it. I just, I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. Thomas Frank, tactical genius. Any player today, 
I know they've done the top four poll for the man of the match. Any player could have been man of the match today. Every player was outstanding to a man. They were uh, just... Man United showed nothing. We were quite happy to stand off them at points, clearly, and just let them try and create. They couldn't create. We just hit them on the counter. Score, boom. Done the job in the first half. Easy. And Matthias Jensen... He's better than Christian Eriksen by far. There's, there's absolutely nothing in it. <laughs> Christian, Christian Eriksen, I'm, I'm listening. And then he's the unnameable. <laughs> Listen, we can name him now because it doesn't matter because he's now gone. So we can now start naming him because he's playing for Man United. And we can go, you've got Christian Eriksen and we've got all sorts of other players who are doing very well for us. Now, we're not being childish about this because at the end of the day, we do appreciate what he did for us. However, I think it goes to show that. Our characters were very happy not only to move on, but to bring in people who they said, actually, we saw what Christian did for us. All we need to do is bring in somebody younger and cheaper to do the same job. And his name's Damsgaard, Billy, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, you know, we, when you look back at, at what Christian Oaks did for us at the time, but we bat a lot of comments back in Scotland uh, from our uh, Dundee United pals who will tell us, ah, well, you see, the only reason Brentford did well after that dip in form was because Christian Eriksen signed for you. Nonsense, you know, nonsense. You know that, that, but also as well, what happened was as Eriksen arrived, Ivan came back from injury and so did David Ryan. And our team reformed and did the business. But going back to a little bit what you said just a few minutes ago, like Robbie's here with me now, my boy, he's 23. He came down with me, and I started watching Brentford in 1988. He came down with me to watch a 5-1 reverse against Crew Alexandra under Leroy Rosinia. He's here now witnessing some of the best football I think all of us have probably seen. And again, we're talking about you came down from Scotland, that is. Yes, absolutely. I live in Dundee. Robbie is a journo in Aberdeen. And we travel down once a month, Bill, as you know. Uh, got a season tickets to the West Stand. This is our life. This is our club. And it means the world. But do you know what? It's been a journey for all of us because there was the bad days, the poor days. I only started watching Brentford in 1988 when I moved to London to work on the buses. But you know what? We've been on a journey and this is just the best now. And that was a sublime, it was a joy today to watch, to see and to be part of. And thank you for what you do and welcoming us and keeping us as an inclusive part of the Besotted Club. Listen, no problems at all, mate. Brentford family, as they say. Robbie, listen, I've known you from you were like proper little pup. Little, little puppy ting. Small... I don't even know how old you were, like one minute old or something like that. Ridiculous. Come on, boy, now. Listen, but you're you're a big boy now. You you, you don't have to listen to your dad anymore. You can do whatever you want. And you come down. And you come all the way from Scotland. And this is, this is, listen, I know you've got a Scottish team, but this is your main team, isn't it? Uh, Well, season ticket down here, I have a one-year-old son at home. But, you know, this is my weekend's where I can get them and I'm not looking after him and this is my gift to him as well this is what he's going to be brought into and he'll be brought into a different club than, than I was brought into uh, as he was saying there through Alexandra 4-1 I think it was but my wee boy is going to be watching a team that beats Man United 4-0 hopefully on a regular basis and yeah, it's not too bad is it it's not, not too, too bad, bad. I mean, going to the game today I mean listen okay early goal Slightly fortunate goal, but you've got to take your chances, as you say. And we've seen teams get goals where they shoot from 25, 30 uh, and put the back of the net. We go, why can't we do that? And that's exactly what we did today. And uh, I think that, you know, Josh Silva, listen, he scored a goal on Sunday. 
and we're very happy for what he did. But we brought him into the side, and you know, I'm not saying he's the only one, but he did make a difference because all of a sudden, he's the one that when you pick up the ball and start running at them and just doing things, it just started to cause some problems, didn't he? No, absolutely. Josh stepped up today, and as you say, when he when he gets on the ball, he can run. He's He's the best player on our team at doing that, but there was guys, Mads Rosleff stood up today and I thought he was man of the match today, Mads, centre-back, position he doesn't usually play, thought he was incredible. Matthias stood up today. As Matthew said a minute ago, you could choose any of those players on the pitch and every single player to a man today just took it to a different level and yeah, I'm just, I'm still speechless by it. Every goal that went in, I was more and more speechless. I'm not sure that still happened. Is it the heat? Am I passed out somewhere? I don't know. Incredible. Just incredible. I'm ready. Listen, we got yeah. Lulu, the Lambrusco, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We've just beaten Man United. Peace. Yeah, peace. <laughs> peace. Oh, it's good to catch up with you, mate. Tell you something, mate. What? Listen, old school bees, new school bees, it doesn't matter Fantastic. what type of bee you are because any type of bee you are, you will enjoy this match. <laughs> and listen, I know this podcast is going to be going on for about four hours, <laughs> but the reason why is because we've beaten Man United 4-0. Monumental. We've beaten Monumental. them 4-0. And we're looking for Man United fans, and I'm not being funny, there's no one. They've no, gone. No. They, I think they must have they're left at half-time. They today, left at half-time. And they've gone. We do not support a billion, uh, a billion pound club now. No, I don't want to be that part no, of that. No. I want to go away. I want to run away that's, to the hills. That's right. To right. Cheshire. Yeah. Now we're not being disrespectful because okay. I know there's a lot of Man United fans who have been supporting them for years. Yeah. And listen, they go home and away and everything like that. Yeah. But what I'm going to say, first of all, you have to realise that we need our moment. Yeah. We're having our moment. Yes. And also you have to realise that for years, everyone keeps calling us Brent Wood. Yes. Brent Wood. <laughs> Brent Wood. We are Brent... But I think people might realise now that we are Brent Wood. No, that's just right. it. We have actually made a statement today for the first time. We knew, we knew what we've got. We've, we've got this special thing going at the G-Tech Community Stadium. I've never heard of it. I know, I know. It's a new, it's a new funny name, but yeah. it's a lucky name. We're winning. <laughs> we, we beat everyone 4-0 there. Don't you know that? Well, one team. Well, the first game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Man U. But anyway, going back to the thing, this is our monumentous time. We've gone through the crap games. We've been everywhere. I mean, and, even... And, that, and I'm going to say this as well. Like, you yeah. know, I met you, I remember, 1989. I know. No, no, yeah. 1987. Seven. It was, it was 1987 seven. at King's Cross Station, and we were going to Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. And I met yeah. you, and that's the first time I How met you. How did they you. go on today, Sunderland? Uh, Sunderland beat QPR, from what who, I've heard. Who? Uh, who? No, I've never heard of them. You I've know never saying? heard <laughs> of them. <laughs> Random white stripes. But, against, oh. but the irony is that we went there thinking, oh my God, we're going to Sunderland, that I big know. team. They were a massive team, team then, weren't and they? Now, yeah. they're yeah. below us, right, I'm saying. Yeah, they're no one. And we went everywhere. We are someone. We went everywhere together. We went to league games, night games. I know. For 10, 20, 25, you went on our coaches. This is what makes it so special, though, mate. Today is our day because we can actually sit back and say wow let's wallow in this you know and all the papers are going to be talking about Brentford tomorrow because only because Man United have been beaten 4-0 yeah. not about us but yeah. come on give us a bit of recognition mate yeah. come on we're a team now yeah. we're a fantastic team I was not sure before the game about Wassilif playing in front of Hickey or whether it's Hickey in front of him yeah. I never knew what was going on no, no one but no one it surprised me I don't think Thomas knew. No. I just think he threw him on. Just, just, I said, just you're just Danish, get on there. Yeah. Get on there, you're right. Danish. Just in the middle, yeah. yeah. Just Vanguard's not ready yet. No, get in there. Just get in there. Just do what you want. Do you want to do? And did it work? It worked. It worked, it worked fantastic. Because he was, not only was we were confused, 
Well, the Man United manager and the team were confused. Ronaldo was going to walk off at half time. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. No. He said, What's a live against me? Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway. What a day, a day to save them, mate. And it's a day I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about all these people that have been supportive of you thick and thin, the characters. And it's the big day. You see these little kids walking up and down the road. They've got their chests out today. Yeah. They've, got, they've got a Brentford shirt on. That's right. And they're just beating Brentman United 4 0. Yes. You know? The club shop couldn't get in here. No. Couldn't get in here. There was no. queues all the way down to Griffin Park. Queues all the way to queue. Queue, queue into queue. That's right. I think That's I was right. in the wrong queue. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy tonight, boys. Whoever's and listening girls. to this, and girls, of course, and whoever you are, because be a bee, because it makes sense now, because we're in the top league. Come on, you bees. You bees. So listen, Man United fan in the house. In the house. And the thing that I'm really confused about is he's laughing. He's, la- he's, la- he's laughing. He's, he seems happier than me. And I'm trying to put the happy face on. And you've got a happier face than me. What's going on? Are you happy because you, because you just, just, I don't know. Just tell me. Tell me what happened today. <laughs> it's that if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Right. But you ain't crying. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. yeah it's, this is, this is, I thought it was, it's a better decision to cry. But uh, what went wrong? Everything went wrong. So just, uh, just tell me, just tell me, just start from the day one. What, what went wrong? Because the thing is that everyone's telling us that Christian Eriksen is the player that saved us and he's left now and it's all, we're going to just fall over. He's come to you. And I, and I listen, and I, I, I just don't understand. No, it's, it's early days. It's early days. It's clearly, he's improved the quality within midfield at United, just like he did at Brentford. Obviously, the results are not showing at this moment in time, but it's a long season. There's 36 games left. It's a long season, yeah. but... And I'm not saying this in a disrespect to us, but you just play Brentford. Brentford are a very good team. They they they, they put a lot. They upload a lot of pressure to the, all of the top six teams. I'd say they beat Arsenal, uh, they beat Chelsea, I, I believe. Right, people saying second uh, season syndrome. Pull, second season syndrome. People saying no. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it can happen. Um, the, f- the first game of the season, Brentford looked shaky. They did. They did. They did. But today, today. Everything, everything went to plan. It was a great game for Brentford, and no, no, they, they deserved the win. There was nothing you could say that could so, take away. From so, so, so just tell me, when Man United, you came out there. Uh, what did we, what did we do? That was it. Man United were bad, or Brentford were good? Because this is the question that we've been asking ourselves. It's a combination. We made mistakes, for example, with the kickoffs, with the goal kicks, uh, where we gave you guys easy chances. Uh, the, where the counter attack, where Tony came. Off on the left, through ball there. But Again, that's kind of like just poor decision making where we didn't have enough cover at the back. But isn't that also our pressing game as well? You know, our pressing game is hard today. No, no, no. You, you, you are pressing, but we made it easy as well. We didn't make. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we gave the opportunities for you guys to look better than we should have let you. Unfortunately. So it's a combination. Brentford did their bit. We crumbled. Yeah. So listen, new manager, new players new everything yeah. are you confident that Man United are going to pull it out of the embers this season of course it's a process it's a process just like for example in Arsenal when Arteta went to Arsenal it was initial uh, kind of like there were some issues for example with playing from the back where they were conceding a lot of goals they overcame that Liverpool had the same thing they were conceding a lot of goals when Klopp turned up they overcame that Pep again came through there were some issues he realised he needed apparently four new left backs I mean full backs you're saying it's a process so United has been underperforming for a while 
top four. So, so you, so you still think top four is is, is achievable? I think I think it's within our grasp. Yeah. Even even seeing what happened today, we, we, we're not going to win every game. Making top four doesn't mean winning like, every game. It'll not be we're funny. Not bad times. But this wasn't this wasn't a loss. This was a smashing. <laughs> I'm being honest. It was a smashing, and to be and we took the foot of the break at half time just to just to give you a little bit of a chill. I thought I was I was very uh, respectful from thank, you guys. Thank you. thank you, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but at the same time, it's just three points dropped at the end of the day. So it's performances weren't great. If anything, it would be a massive warning sign to the people out there to make the big the big signings to bring the players in that we need. Uh, it's a massive wake-up call, but it's a long season. I still believe with it in the process. I don't think Hatch should get us top four. UBs? UBs. So, we're still outside the pub, and we're going to be here all night until the early hours of the morning. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Lionel Richie is going to be with us, and all sorts of characters will be here. And um, it was a very good result, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was an incredible night. Um, it's an incredible day to be a Brentford fan. Yeah, from the moment I from the moment I got up and to, to now, and it's going to be a late into the night. But you know, all the press is all the press are going to talk about is Man United. They're going to talk about chaos. They're going to talk about is the manager the right one. They're going to talk about all their all their big players. They're going to talk about it's going to all all the press is going to be about Man United. But tonight it's about Brentford. You know, the first forty five minutes we swept aside. Smash them. Smash them. You know, you, 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 can, you can throw a lot of insults at Man United. You can say they're this, you can say they're that, you can say they're moody in the camp, you can say they're hangover from last year, but, but, but they're a, an incredible team. You know, the individuals there are way better than our individuals individually. Synergy. So the synergy yeah. was not there. But forget, Lots of individuals, but we proved, no team. We proved once again, forget... Forget your team. Forget who you are. Forget how many seats you've got in your stadium. Forget how many cups you've won. Forget everything. It's about 11 versus 11. Forget how many millions of pounds that you spend on all your players. You're not any good unless you spend a million pounds, 100 million on a striker and 200 million on a striker. That's nonsense, isn't it? It is, you know, and we, we spent a lot recently. but you know. going to spend that. No, we spent 16s and 20s. You know, things go up, but we, I, I feel we get value for money. And, you know, we Brentford fans today, you know, tonight it's about just celebrating being a B. It's about celebrating the journey here. Last season was incredible. Um, last season counts for nothing, but it's about this season. We're unbeaten. We've got four points. We're third in the Premier League. We're, we're here on merit. We contribute so much to this division. I am just so proud to be a Brentford fan tonight. I'm always proud to be a Brentford fan, Bill. Um, win, lose or draw, I'm always proud. But tonight is one of the best nights of my Brentford supporting life. And um, I'm, I, I love you and I love, I love being a Brentford fan. So listen, this is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. Brilliant day. Very long post-match podcast, but I thought that you'd all enjoy it. We all thought you'd all enjoy it. It's been absolutely fantastic. As we said, like you said, don't forget, don't forget, actually, don't forget to, to subscribe, Besotted Global. If you want to check us out, besotted.com forward slash global. Don't forget also, if you want to buy us a beer, yeah, buy us a beer. besotted.com forward slash beer. Don't forget to subscribe to us on all good podcast channels. We'll be back next week because we've got Fulham. And me and Laney, we're actually leaving straight from the pub to go down to Fulham. 
and we're going to be down there all week. Paddleboarding. That's right. We're going to take our paddleboards. We're going to be down at Fulham all week. We're going to see if Fulhamish want to talk to us. I've uh, put the call out to them, and they've been a little bit silent. So maybe, and maybe after this game, they might be even more silent. We'll see. But we'll have a little bit of Fulhamishing. We might put a few things on Global. We might put a few things on our own podcast channel. But we're going to have some fun this week. We're going to have some proper jokes. We're going to be in the pub. But as we say, we're very excited because we beat Man United. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.